when we continuously change our mind and undermine our decisions, it's a major time suck. And that the antidote to this is the time saver to have your own back, which is to make a decision and commit to it, right? To not undermine it. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Hapsters, I am back and I have some fun new earrings on. You can only see this if you are watching the video of this, um, but I got these really fun earrings. They're brains. I think they were on a Halloween special because other people wear these only on Halloween. I'm going to wear them all the time because the brain to me is just such a fun little symbol. And I feel like it is representative of this podcast where you come to improve your brain, to learn, and also just to clean it up a little bit. Get the cobwebs out. We're going on a Halloween theme since Halloween is coming up. And today I wanted to talk to you about something that came up in a workshop that I did a couple of weeks ago. A few weeks ago, I taught a live workshop on time management. It was so fun. Shout out to Jen Fasano and Babes in Business Long Island uh, for hosting me. And I went over the invisible time-sucking activities that I see entrepreneurs making. I actually also just did a live webinar on this after getting so many people reaching out, being like, oh, I wish I could come. I wish I lived closer. And that was really fun. So for those of you who were live on that, that's so fun. And if you didn't make it, no worries. I have decided that I'm going to be doing a free webinar once a month to connect with some of you guys uh, in a more interactive way that are preparing to be in the room for happening sessions since we only enroll twice a year now. So there's a lot of people that come and they they find the podcast or they find me on Instagram and they're like, ooh, I really want some coaching. So I wanted to make sure that that was available to you. So if you are not yet, make sure you are on my wait list for the email or for the webinar. Either way puts you on my email list and you'll be notified about the next webinar that's coming up. But most importantly, about half-fitting sessions enrollment, which is coming up November 9th through the 13th. We are getting ready to enroll the March class and it's extra fun just as I'm watching the September class start to click in the budgeting and the time management that we're doing, but really overall in their self-concepts and starting to see themselves as leaders in their industry rather than this person that isn't quite sure what they're doing. So if that feels like you and you want that shift to happen, get in the room. Happening sessions enrollment is coming. Get on the wait list. You can check in the show notes as well as uh, go to my website at sincerelyfutureyou.com or whatshappening.com. Both will get you there. All right. So as I mentioned in this workshop, when I was going over the time-sucking activities, and I've spoken about this before. If you want the full video of all eight, it's way back in 2018 on my Instagram. I think if you go to TV series, you can see that. But today I wanted to talk about one in particular, which is changing your mind. 
I was explaining to the room that when we continuously change our mind and undermine our decisions, it's a major time suck. And that the antidote to this is the time saver to have your own back, which is to make a decision and commit to it, right? To not undermine it. And a woman in the workshop, actually Jen, the person uh, I collaborated in creating that event, raised her hand and said, but sometimes changing your mind can be a good thing, right? For women, especially to be able to pivot, can't it save you time to change your mind? And gave an example of how she'd been doing the workshops in one format and found a better format that's going to save her time and money. What an amazing question and point. I think the room seemed a little bit confused. Like, wait, I thought you just said it was bad, but now it's good. Which is it? There are absolutely times when changing your mind can save you time, but there is a clear uh, list checklist you want to go through before you make this decision. So I explained the clear differences between pivoting and undermining yourself. And I knew that I just need to bring all of these nuggets to you on the podcast. Here is how you know if changing your mind will save you time or waste time for you. We're going to go through seven things to check in on before changing your mind in your business. Number one is to know your tendency. Happening Sessions is group coaching, so I'm always reminding the room that the coaching that I give to one person might be the opposite coaching that I would give to another client. This is because each of us has different tendencies and there's different growth to be had at different times, okay? So be on to yourself. If you notice that you have a tendency to change your mind, to start projects and then never finish them, to half-ass your plans, if you tend to not follow through, changing your mind is likely a time suck. If you tend to be overly parochial, parochial, like zoomed in, and you're very rigid with the way that things get done, changing your mind might be an efficiency for you. Identify your tendency now, and then we'll proceed to step two. Step two is check in. Do you have a plan? If you don't have one, it's difficult to know what effect changing your mind will have because the path to success is ambiguous in the first place, right? If you don't have a plan, there's not really something that you can change. So you want to make sure that you are going all in on a plan. And if you don't have one right now, decide what is the actual plan so that you can know whether you're just vaguely having some dramatic thinking in your brain and it's causing you to take scattered action, which might look like changing your mind, or if you had committed to a certain plan on a certain day and now it's getting to that day and all of a sudden it doesn't feel as fun, it doesn't feel as exciting, you're filled with fear, and so you don't want to do it. You want to do something else instead. Step three is if you do have a plan, do you believe in your plan? If you don't believe in it, you may be trying to out action a lack of belief. This is the most common reason people waste time by changing their mind. It's because they're looking around to see 
ooh, I don't know if what I'm doing is working. I don't know if it's going to work. What are other people doing that is working? Oh, they just had a launch. and It was really successful. They did it with a webinar. Maybe I should try webinars. There's a reason why I didn't start doing webinars until now, until after I was already at 200K in revenue was the very first time I ever tried a webinar. It's because I wanted to make sure that I was mastering my lane, what I was focusing on, which was organic marketing and selling worked very well for me, right? I had committed to that plan all the way through the year. I knew that was my focus. Then I came into this year and I was like, okay, all right, I want to try and develop a new skill to reach a wider, um, less warm audience. And webinars was the way for me. So that was very clear. So do you believe in your plan, your current plan of action? If not, you're probably going to um, want to fill your calendar up with all these other things because you don't believe that the one thing you're doing is working. So you have to dig deep and uh, practice believing in your plan. Number four is have you tested your plan? If not, you don't have enough evidence to support the change and you may be making your decisions emotionally. So when I say testing the plan, I mean, do you have enough evidence that it's not working? And I don't mean if organic marketing is your pursuit for the next 30 days and you ask 10, make an offer to 10 people and they all say, no, that's just not a large enough sample size. So have you tested your plan on a scale that is actually going to give you evidence that we can take seriously, right? You would, if you were approaching this like a scientist with your scientist hat on, you know that there is a certain sample size required in order for your experiment to be legitimate, right? You can't just have a couple of your friends and family or a couple of people that walk in the door of your shop have their opinions make you decide what you should be doing with your whole business. I see this all the time. I actually have someone that I coached recently um, that was just telling me about how they did one thing in her restaurant. And then after they had someone say that, oh, you should do this, they changed it. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa time out. Like one person said that you should do it and you changed your whole way that you're operating your business makes no sense. You just want to make sure that you're testing your plan based on your plan, not based on one small, um, you know, opinion and or evidence from, from a small sample size, right? So like I said, if you are making your decisions emotionally, not based on a lot of evidence, this is not being a masterful CEO. Testing the plan requires self-trust. It requires that willingness to fail that we're always talking about on the podcast. And as you approach the time to go all in on the plan, your brain often will double down on telling you why you shouldn't do it. That part's normal and I have to warn you about it. It's going to distract you with new ideas and other possible plans in order to avoid the potential negative emotion of failure. So check in here. Testing your plan looks like going towards a result. If you are constantly changing your mind before you have any results or you have a lot of results, it's because you are 
it is more comfortable for you to come up with a new plan where it's safe and to, you know, rebrand or try this new thing where it might be more uncomfortable to do the same thing for 30 days and and collect more of those no's, right? Okay. So testing your plan quickly, failing quickly is the quickest way to know what works and what doesn't. And give yourself a timeline so you don't give yourself an out to change your mind. Step five is have you completed and evaluated your plan? This is what my friend Jen, the woman who raised her hand in the workshop, was talking about. She'd run the workshops. She had sold them in one format multiple times. It was tested and she had evaluated. She had asked herself what's working, what's not working, and what do I want to do differently? Then she created a new plan. This is not changing her mind. This is making a new decision. That is being a masterful CEO. Changing your mind is something that is I look at as you know, an emotional decision. Whereas evaluating is looking at the math and making a, uh, a masterful evaluation, evaluated decision, right? So notice the difference and check in and see if which one you are doing when you're changing your mind. Step six is how do you feel? Now, the most important part of deciding about a change is that you have your, your own back. As a business owner, you're always entitled to change your mind, but check in. What do you feel about this change? Do you feel less self-trust or more self-trust? Do you feel less confused or more confused? Be mindful of making decisions to create relief, comfort, or ease, because that is a sign that you're buffering with the changes. And when I say buffering, I mean you're avoiding experiencing that negative emotion of the discomfort or the failure or the fear that we were talking about. And instead you're seeking a false pleasure, which might be coming up with a different shiny new offer or doing something that you saw someone else around you have success with. We don't know what their path was to having that success. And likely it's not relevant to you. We make decisions based on our own brain, our own offer and our own business plan. Okay. So check in and see how you feel and then love your reasons for making the decision. Like I said too, if your reason for making the decision is to feel, is to avoid feeling a negative emotion, you got to watch out. Okay. And then finally, number seven is, are you creating results by your deadlines? Oftentimes there isn't a right answer. I love to remind myself of this. Being an advanced decision maker requires that you don't put pressure on making the right decision. So whether you're sticking with the plan after your deadline or you're changing it, keep your focus on creating the result by the deadline regardless. The decision should always be saving you time in the long run, not wasting it. And for me, uh, I love a a year-long deadline, and then also in happening sessions, we break that year-long goal up into 30-day deadlines for something that we're testing out. Now, sometimes it's really important to test something out multiple months in a row until we create that result. And sometimes the strategy that we're using to create that result um, 
we test it and we see, okay, we've evaluated, maybe this isn't uh, working or it's not yielding the results that we want to yield. And we, our gut says it's not about time. So this is where you get to use a little bit of trust in yourself as the CEO. You know best. Is it uh, something that just needs a little bit more time and more belief in order to uh, get the results that you're looking for? Or is it simply something that is not jiving with your market, with your audience, and or doesn't feel great to you to do? It doesn't feel aligned. Lean on future you here, trusting that she's enjoying the results of it being done. How do you think she got there? Decide, decide how she got there. Don't indulge in confusion there. Love your reasons, love your decision and get after it. All right, hapsters, that's what I've got for you today. Uh, So if you are someone who's changing your mind a lot and you feel like maybe this is you, it just still doesn't feel clear and you have a decision that you want to make, DM me, send it to me. Uh, if you have made a decision after listening to this episode, woo, woo, I love that. And I need to hear about it. I want to hear from you, the listeners, please leave me a review. Tell me all about your experience after listening to this episode, or just after listening to any of your favorite episodes, share it with me so I can shout you out on here. I do read every single comment and review. And it's really all I ask of you. It helps get the word out there to the world that this podcast is where it's at. It is helpful for your brain and for your business. All right, hapsters, you have the most gorgeous day today. Hey, hapsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening, W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening, W-Jets. Again, that's happy, H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G. And book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.